You're listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by Chloe Fisher and myself, Elodie Pullen. Join us as we blindly navigate and unpack the raw and often unspoken experiences of womanhood, grief, friendship, and everything in between. Encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful, we've made a promise for ourselves to find our shine and build a life of triumph and joy. Darling Shine is your survival kit to the unexpected shit life throws at you. Welcome. (laughs) To season two. How was your break? Oh, we didn't even have a break. Let's be honest. We've been hustling. Yes, we have been hustling. We have been, yeah, Brit's like, well, I was meant to have a four-week break, but we've literally not had a four-week break. We've been trying to squeeze in as much as we possibly can before Elodie pops. We've probably worked harder in the break than we do during the (laughs) weeks. Or like we had one week there where we interviewed like 400 people and I was like, I me Elodie's like we're not doing any more guests (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of them nah we've actually got the best guests (laughs) no we're we're having some very moving profound conversations darlings you guys need to buckle the fuck up for this season um but then obviously there's a lot that me and Chloe are discussing so I think it'll be a, a banger of the season yes we're very 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 excited um so before we well not before we get into it I want to know about you your update well, I want to know about you darling I know but you darling. first darling a darling is that what we've been adding about? a k on the end let's darling. not do that <laughs> darling shine <laughs> season two rebrand darling oh no, my goodness stop so what do you want to know about me um I want to know you're approaching birth um, oh, and we have been doing some birth classes, been doing some hypnobirthing at home. Um, what is hypnobirthing? Oh, um, is it like a one-on-one <laughs> thing or is it like a group thing? Oh, okay. So Maddie and Geordie, my good friends who like you obviously know, they bought me or they like gifted me hypnobirthing a while ago, which is such a good present because it's I really wouldn't have bought it for myself. I honestly would have just Googled some like fucking calm birthing shit and just <laughs> not read a book at all, probably not learned a thing. Um, so this chick, I called her and I was like, oh, I've got a voucher for you. And I told her kind of my story and she was like, oh, you probably shouldn't come into the classes because, you know, there's like – the dads are there holding them and rah-rah and this might be too much for you. So she was like, I'll do private one-on-ones with you. I'll come to your house four weeks in a row and do like half days. And I was like, oh, what a fucking absolute lord. So she comes on (laughs) Thursdays with my doula and my mum. When my mum can make it, she's a bit busy. (laughs) My birth partner, a bit busy. But um, no, so she's amazing basically hypnobirthing and I think we should do another episode where we actually get her on her name's Shari from belly to birth and she's around the Gold Coast she's epic um but it's basically like reminding you to literally breathe and it's teaching you all about the natural hormones our body will kind of prep for and go into naturally if you stay calm throughout like early labor and it's just like it kind of you know it's common sense, but it's stuff that we don't just know. And it's like learning about the anatomy of the body and what your body does. If you like let yourself naturally go into labor and stay calm, because as soon as you stress, the hormones like the oxytocin and stuff will not come in. And then there's this domino effect and the other hormones won't play the role that they're meant to play. So you'll have to get like, you know, the synthocin, like who knows what will happen in birth. There's like heaps of intervention that you can have 
So I'm not saying I'm going to like go in like fucking meditating and have and this kid will slip out like asleep or something. <laughs> but <laughs> that would be ideal. <laughs> but um, oh, no, it's just it? you'll love hypnobirthing, Chloe. Like if you were here, you'd love these classes because like yeah. you just get your crystals out and you just froth out with the chick for sure. Spe- speaking of, I know that everyone is eager to know about why I'm still here and I'm not with Elodie. Obviously, I was meant to be at home with her and I'm like devastated. Of It kills me every single freaking day. Um, mm. But I things, plans have just changed a little bit and um, I'm here. And, yeah, Australia is making it virtually impossible for us to, well, me to come and go mm. right now. Um, I could probably get in, but it's like when I, if I want to leave again, that's just where it gets a little bit complicated and the flights are like $20,000 return. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, so I will not be there for the birth. I'm absolutely gutted. Like, I'm like, I can't explain to you. Like I, it kills me that I'm not here, honestly. Like I, even through these like birthing classes, I'm so interested. Like I, I'm all over that shit. Like I love, like I wanted, I, the one thing that I wanted to do with this baby and be involved in this baby is to obviously be there by your side in the lead up to the birth, through the birth. And then like the, you know, the first few weeks and stuff like that, which is not going to happen, but I'm obviously going to be on the other side of the phone. We might have to talk you on FaceTime for the birth. Yes, please, please. Seriously. I will. We'll get, we'll get an um, episode, put it on (laughs) Zoom. like, Like Kourtney Kardashian. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! Yes, they filmed so all funny. that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm devastated. Yeah, I'm devo too. But I, I would, I feel way better about you being over there with fish. You know, you guys have things to do. You're trying for a baby. Like you can't just be over here not with him. It just makes absolutely no sense. And yeah. the world is crazy okay. right now. So I feel really good about everything that's coming up. And I'm, I'm really glad you're. I mean, obviously, I miss you to bits. Yeah. But you've got to do what you've got to do, darling. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't. You're but, so annoying. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. I'm the best for sure. But, um, <laughs> no, we have had some scans and my baby just literally, like, my friends, like, come to me and they're like, look at my baby's head in the scan. It's, like, so cute. And I just, like, have not been able to see my kid's head because it just hides in every scan. Like, the other week I was literally doing handstands. I was, like, getting up to do handstands in the room and the ladies were like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Of course like, you were. trying to flip the kid so it's moving and we can see its head. And every time she's trying to, yeah, scan for it, she's like, it's just really far down and not, like, showing its head. And then I'm like... A few weeks later, have another one thinking it'll be, you know, the thing, the kid is like, you know, not going to be hiding this time. Same thing, completely hiding. So Bad little peanut. Yeah, bad little peanut. It's already in trouble as soon as it comes out because it's just been hiding from mama. Yes, Um, same with mine. Yeah, Yeah, yours is invisible. Mine's hiding. My invisible child is definitely in the bad books, but no, no, no. no. I'm putting good vibes out there. You're not in the bad books. You're in my good books every single day, (laughs) but you'll be in the naughty corner. (laughs) But you'll be getting the wooden spoon as soon as you (laughs) Nah, (laughs) kidding. Don't call docs. Daily Mail, if you're listening, just joking. But, no, they do love a bit of an invisibility cloak, our kids, don't they? Oh, my God. Naughty, naughty. Far out. Um, but and it, then- was funny because, it was funny because my doula the other day was like, let's channel Chumpy. She like, that's how I got into 
having Avalon as my doula because she kind of connects with Chumpy. She's like, she also connects with baby spirits. I think we've touched on Avalon before. And um, she was like, Chumpy's with the baby and he's really guarding it and protecting it. She actually said both my dad and Chumpy are holding Bub, which is funny because dad's here, Chumpy's over there. Um, And she said, yeah, she said that Chump's really protective, like hiding the, like guarding the baby and like, I just think I was like that kind of makes if you know if that's true that makes sense because Bub's hiding from me at the moment so open to yes. ready to come yes. out and stop hiding. It's just with its daddy. Let let yeah. let Chumpy have his moment. Let him have his moment because that moment. because when 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 it's out it will be all yours. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I cannot wait. But oh no, Chump god. will still be around. That's the that I'm like I'm like hold on like. Is he still going to be here after, like, with the bub kind of in a way? And Avalon's like, absolutely, yes, of course. Should um, I mean, should we make a know. little? Should we have a little bet on what you think? What we think you're having? Do you think? Oh, yeah. Do you know? Okay, okay. I'm thinking girl lately. Oh, really? I'm thinking boy. You're really thinking boy, are you? Yeah, yeah I'm thinking boy. I don't know. Hmm. Lately, uh, I've really been thinking boy and Bonnie. My, our acupuncturist been thinking. Oh no! Did I say boy? No, girl. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Girl. girl Bonnie's been thinking girl because she's been feeling my pulse, and she's like, "Oh, if it's if it's on this certain side, it's a girl." Oh my sure. goodness! Like, I need to tell you something. Sorry, it just oh, came to me. 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 Sorry, I just fully interrupted you. This is weird. No. Um, okay, so I was when I was in Ibiza the other week. I was obviously was just going through the ringers a few days, and one of my friends, Leslie, who um, lives and works over there. She was telling her all my issues and all that same, same, and poor thing had to sit and listen. And she was like, don't worry, it will happen, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the poor thing went and listened to our podcast, like podcast, and she's like, I'm so sorry for saying everything that I said because it's everything that you said don't say. Oh I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. But she just literally texted me yesterday and she said, this is pretty crazy and it just like – clicked to me because she said talked about snowboarding and I'm like oh my god so she goes hi love I hope you're doing good so I had a dream last night you and Paul had a baby Paul's actually taking it snowboarding and it was a little girl my last two dreams that I dreamt this about my friends came true one of my friends was the one who told who I told that she couldn't have kids and she did and it was a boy and I dreamt it. I really hope this comes true for you. So I'm like, oh, my God, I and love the, it. And the psychic, the, the psychic that I saw, well, the one that I saw a few months ago said that it was going to be a girl. So we'll see. Aww. Fingers crossed, a little girl, channeling yeah. that little girl on the snowboard. How crazy is that? I don't know why, but for you and Fish, I can only see girl. I just see girl. Hopefully, so fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but hold on, you had a good chat, an IVF chat this morning. Can you tell us about that, Dawn? Oh, yes. So obviously I'm not coming home right now um, and I kind of made the decision of starting IVF over here because I'm, I'm just like I can't keep I'm in this weird like stationary position where I don't feel like I'm moving forward. I'm doing all this research. I'm trying to like work out what's wrong still. Um, I had been taking Clomid for the last three months, which – I don't know. You're meant to be like when you're taking Clomid, which Clomid is like a tablet that you take from day two to six of your period. Um, and basically it makes you ovulate, but usually when you're taking it and you're taking it through your IVF clinic, they're monitoring you through the cycle. Um, so they're, they're tracking 
basically the ovulation, they'll be able to tell you when to have intercourse based around pretty much like that. Yeah. They basically just tell you, whereas for me, I've just been doing it blind for the last three months. We've been trying our absolute hardest and we're still obviously not pregnant. Um, and my last period, which I was like convinced that I was going to be pregnant, it didn't really come, which is super, super weird. Um, I, I, I kind of started bleed like spotting maybe like four days before my period was due. I'm like, this is epic. Like it's implantation bleeding. Like Mm. everything's points to this epic. My period actually still hasn't come. It's three weeks later. Um, so I'm like day 50 of my cycle, but I've done two pregnancy tests and they're both negative. So there's something going on, but anyway, which brings me to where I was talking. I had this call today. So in the meantime, I've been like really doing a lot of research into IVF clinics here in America because I don't really want to start from scratch again. Like I obviously have all my results. I have all my tests. I have everything basically ready to go. Um, and I did meet with one doctor a, a month or two ago and he was just like, I really didn't vibe him at all. He basically was like, we're going to get you in tomorrow. We're going to start fresh. We're going to do all the tests, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, no, I've already just done them. Like nothing's changing. These are my results sort of thing. So that really spun me off into a bit of a spiral like of stress because I was like far out. It's actually been easy in Australia. Like I love Mm. my doctor in Australia. Dr. Ong is amazing. And everything was just like relaxed. Whereas this just like, it sent me through the roof. Um, and then, so now I kind of decided, obviously I needed to like shop around with doctors. And so I've like, I made a few appointments, um, with a doctor in LA, a doctor in Vegas, some that I'd found that I'd like had had really good, um, reviews and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so it brings me to this woman that I met with today and she is actually a a fertility specialist in acupuncture and basically I've just been like craving because obviously you know Elodie and I um when I was at home we used to get acupuncture weekly if not fortnightly with um Jess and Bonnie at Nuwa in on Corumban Beach and I am just like missing that so 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 much um so I was like, I you need to find a fertility. Oh, mate, I know. Well, I found this woman and I had a really good chat with her today. So basically before you do like any appointments here, you basically have to have your, your, your consultation on Zoom. So I had my Zoom consultation mm-hmm. for acupuncture, but I spoke to her for like an hour. And honestly, the chat that we had was like one of the best chats I feel like I've had in my whole journey about someone who knows the ins and outs of fertility. And I basically told her my story. I basically, I told her where I was at. She's like, you're, this is absolutely traumatic. You've been through the ringer. And pretty much she was just like, obviously when I, when Dr. Ong did the surgery at the very beginning, before I started IVF, I, um, they found endometriosis and all this sort of stuff. And because I told her I'd had two miscarriages around the seven week mark, she's like, I'm not worried about you falling pregnant. Like I know that you could fall pregnant. I know you, with your age, I know you've got a low AMH, but you are, you definitely have good eggs in you. I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about, there's something in your uterus that is not working because otherwise like whether it's like a cyst or a polyp or something like that, there, there's something inside you that we need to investigate. Basically, this is an acupuncture chick. This is before I've even spoken to an IVF woman. So basically, anyway, fast forward to like where I'm feeling right now. If you could see my stomach, I literally look like I'm three months pregnant and I've never experienced bloating like this ever in my life. Like I said to Paul, I'm like, fuck, I really feel 
like my whole lower stomach is just like puffed out completely. And I was like, maybe it's because I haven't got my period. I don't know what's going on. I feel rank, but, um, this woman's like, like growing back or. Well, this is the thing. She's like, A, endometriosis grows back really fast. So I feel like your fertility could have something to do with that. B, basically what happens with Clomid is like like I was saying, they're meant to be like monitored these cycles and you should really also, I mean, I'm not professional, so don't take my word for anything. I'm just trying to repeat what she said. But basically she was just like, you should really have been doing trigger shots like when you are meant to ovulate and actually release these eggs because you have got issues releasing eggs by the sounds of it. And what she said, what I think is going on, there's this hormone imbalance where like the eggs actually haven't released and they've gotten stuck or they're still in the follicle. They weren't mature enough. And basically it's like formed a bit of a cyst and like inflammation in your uterus. So that's why you, you must be really bloated. Um, Anyway, I told her the doctors that I had like lined up to see at the beginning of October and she's like, no, don't see them. I'm like, okay. She's like, there's this specific, there's this woman in LA that um, I highly recommend. I work with her all the time with my Chinese medicine. She's like, she's a, she specializes in like, cause I'm like a bit of a hard basket. So she sort of specializes in that stuff. So I'm going to try and get in with her. And she's like, she's usually got a really long waiting list, but I can push you up the, hopefully push you up the, um, up the list because you're going to be one of my not patients but one of my people but basically she's gonna she's getting me in tomorrow morning and she's gonna give me a bunch of Chinese Chinese meds Chinese meds to try and like get rid of this bloating um and then also what else she said and then she's gonna give me like a full session of acupuncture which I'm literally cannot wait for um so I'm like fingers crossed like but everything that I learned from her today I'm like oh my god this is just I feel so good like I literally walked out of that phone call with like the biggest smile on my face I'm like oh my god this person understands me like and I uh, she's like you noted on here that you have a lot of stress and anxiety is this just around um the baby stuff and I'm like yeah it's purely just around that like obviously my emotions they they build up they build up they build up they build up and then something happens like and I just explode and I'm a mess and it's very, very hard for my friends to support me and my loved ones to support me because I don't, it's weird because I don't really want the support or I don't really want that. Like I just want to be by myself and I want to like be able to like take it all in and and just Mm. process it myself. But it is, and I was saying to this woman, I was like, I've got 15 or 16 friends at home that are all pregnant right now. They're all popping out babies as we speak up until January. Like my baby was meant to be due in January. So I very much was in this pod with my friends and I find it very hard to look at stuff from back home right now because it's so incredibly triggering. And I honestly, Mm. like I said, last season, like, I didn't think I would ever be that person that like when you hear people say like, oh, go into baby showers and the births and all announcements and stuff like that is so triggering. I can't see it. I'm like, fuck, why not? That's so weird. But like I'm very much in the depth of this and I fully, fully get it. Like, and that's what Mm. I said to her. I'm like, I'm anxious. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like, fully depressed about it all but like I'm like I feel like I'm butting my head against a wall I have no answers I feel defeated why is everyone able to fall pregnant why am I not to be able to fall pregnant like I 80% of the time I'm okay and I just put one foot in front of the other this obviously helps me a lot speaking on the podcast I just I'm very busy with like my work and all that sort of stuff so 
I'm able to keep busy, but it gets to a point where it bottles up, it bottles up. And like, I'm not one that like diffuses on a daily basis. And it's actually funny because our next episode, we speak all about mental health and how to diffuse this, but like, I'm not very good at like letting it out day by day. Like I'm one of those people where it just like, it bottles up and bottles up until I get to here. And then it's just like, Mm. I'm like a mess. So I'm working on that. Um, but yeah, I feel really positive about this. Like I'm really excited to keep moving because I, I, like I was, I don't know, I was, I was positive that, well, I had very high expectations for climate. I was like, maybe this is our time. Like I'm relaxed. Like I'm just, you know, this is my time, but obviously it hasn't really worked. And this side, I know that bloating is a side effect and I didn't really get it the first few months using it. But now I'm like, holy shit. Like I, I honestly, I'm so uncomfortable. Like in clothes, I was actually meant to do like a, 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 a photo shoot today for, um, a brand and it's swimwear. And I, I, I had to say, like, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I actually can't do this. Like I feel so uncomfortable. Like even like I'm usually a size six to eight. And even when I put the swim on, I'm like, I can't, I literally cannot do this. And I just like, it doesn't even fit me. Like, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a size 10 ever. I've never been a size 10 and not that there's any problems with being a size 10, just my personal body. I'm like, it's just the bloating. You can't, I just like the bloating is like insane. And it's just like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will probably come on and talk about like in our Facebook community about Clomid and maybe the side effects they've had. But I thought I was just like breezing through this, like, yeah, no side effects. It's fine. But it's literally only been the last week and I've just blown out. It's just, yeah. But I don't know. I'm hoping that this woman will be able to like maybe Dr. Ogg wanted me to get my hormones levels tested, but it's just so hard here because like I'm like, you don't have a, I just feel like I'm like, don't, I'm blindly navigating it. Because Blimey. I don't know, I don't have a GP just to go to get a GP. Like everyone, the, the healthy yeah. healthcare system over here is like extremely weird. Like we've got Medicare, you just go and get a blood test and it's just like, and Bob's your uncle, but, but not over here. Over there you've literally had to start from like A again, square one yeah. and go through it. But I think I'm just like, even I feel a weight's lifted off my shoulders just knowing that you've now got a plan, like not to say that you have any yeah. answers yet but you've finally found this acupuncture chick. You needed someone like that over there and also yeah. someone that's going to put you in the right direction. So she's already given you this other doctor that you've got to go see. Yeah, she's so nice, that. seriously. Because yeah. what she said as well, she's just like, I think before you go through any further IVF like cycles, she's like, I, I already can guarantee you what this doctor is going to do. Like you need to have that, basically have the surgery again and have like a a, a laparoscopy, a hysteroscopy and go in and basically check out my uterus, make make sure that like my tubes aren't blocked, check out the inside of my uterus, make sure there's no cysts, no polyps, no endometriosis and really like get a really good understanding of like take a biopsy because she just said that it just, it's funny. It's just really weird that it, we, I lost both babies at the same time. And she's like, Mm. yeah, especially because my embryos were like grade A. So I don't know. Yeah. It obviously is that there's something in, I mean, like, obviously we're not doctors, but you have no problem getting pregnant. just keeping the pregnancy. So something in there, some cells in there are like attacking the barb or. Yeah. So So I'm excited. Yeah, it's so weird, and it's it really is that roller coaster. It is a it is it is a proper roller coaster because like last week I spoke to you and I was a mess. This week, like right now, I'm speaking to you and I'm on top of the moon. 
for like yeah, not really any reason. Yeah. So we're positive. We're moving forward. Yeah. It's all about yeah. having a plan. Like even if there's still no fucking answers, it's like you've got this appointment to look forward to and then you're going to start the yeah. IVF and then you'll have an egg collection date and rah, 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 just like having something in in the work. It's it's weird as well because like although it is like the most intense experience, like the IVF experience, like and it, when I was going through, I'm like I, do, I wouldn't want anyone else to have to do this because it's just so painfully sad and just it's – it's so emotional and it takes all your energy and it just, it's, Mm. it's hard right now. I'm like, come on, let's go. Give me those needles. Let me stab them into my gut and let's make a baby. Like I'm so, I'm excited. I'm like, bring it on. Let's do this. I'm really, I'm feeling really good about it. And like, fingers crossed, we're going to get that little baby. We are going to get that little girl. It's coming. She's coming. She's coming. But yeah, Um, sorry. I just waffled on, but I was excited to tell you that. And how's Fisher? Everyone absolutely loved the finale yeah. Fisher app as well. Like they're already like, get Fisher back on. So, I, know. I mean. He's, he's how- good. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's good. He's a like. a busy, busy boy playing lots of shows. Yes, we've been on the road pretty much, I mean, since. That's also been a challenge as well for us because oh, yeah. I've been here, there, every I was meant to be in Spain for a week and then I ended up being there for three weeks and Paul was coming and going. He went to, back to uh, New York in a weekend in between, played some shows, came back. He went to London. Um, yeah, so he's been doing a lot of traveling. We've done Vegas a lot. Yeah, it's, it's been really busy. Over there. Like yeah. you guys are just traveling and living. Ibiza looked insane. I wanted to be yeah. there in the water with you. You were oh. just so tanned and you guys were just absolutely, you just honestly, I know you had so much going on when we would speak, you'd really open up and we'd cry together. But I, but at the same time, I think you had a bit of an outlet over there with like your friends over in the UK and you just looked all sun-kissed and so happy and healthy and I was like. Oh, no, so I, we'd, I, I swear to God, like I'm pretty like anal with my like with my sunscreen, sorry, I spit it out. So like I'm like me too. I'm very like I will always wear SPF on my face, always wear SPF on my body. But like I just felt like once you get a tan, Paul and I look oh, at each yeah. other like when when you after you get out the shower, you're like, oh, how good do do you feel when oh, you just like a bit tanned? Yeah, I know it's changes I, everything. I actually got this stuff before I went away, and you need to get onto this. I got it's this new brand called Noosa. I think it's called Noosa Naked, and it's like I guess it's like Is one it of those oil? tanning oil. It's like a tanning oil. It's like a cucumber tanning oil. It's got SPF in it as well. It's oh. SPF fifteen plus. It smells ridiculous. But I was wearing that sort of like every day. You need to get onto it. They actually do tanning products too, so you need to get onto it um, for your baby shower, which we will speak about in a minute. But glowing, like I literally feel like when you have a tan, you feel good. Yeah. I've like come home and I'm losing my tan and I'm bloated, so that's stunning for me. (laughs) No, you still look stunning, darling. Guys, this is exciting. We are putting all of our episodes for season two, all the videos on YouTube. So you can actually go and watch this and you can actually look at my shiny disco ball head um, (laughs) on our YouTube channel. The link will obviously be in our bio, but that's a very exciting announcement that we were, Uh, that we're doing. I literally forgot about that. I didn't get ready properly for this episode. I want to wear my hats again. Like this is. Yeah, but you can't with the headphones. 
can't because lack of colors sent me heaps of hats and they're like I know I know I love someone actually said someone actually said like where do you get all your hats from Elodie I'm like well while we're away Elodie (laughs) monitors my house and goes there and works and goes there and like waters my plants also goes through my wardrobe and every now and then I'm like hey that's a really nice outfit oh yeah that's a lucky she's pregnant she can't squeeze into my clothes anymore but the hats I'm like man and I'm like oh this wire cell bag this might be coming home with me (laughs) (laughs) I know I know but that's fine you do you doll you can take whatever you like yeah, well, she's got about 10 of, like, she'll have like 10 of the same hats. And I'm like, I'm a bit cut that I haven't already been re-gifted one of these hats. So I'm just going to be <laughs> taking this one. <laughs> yes, no, you can do, you can do whatever you like. Ew. But yeah, funnily enough, I, um, I didn't prep to be on camera today. So I was like, I broke out with a rash this morning because I was so, I'm having a fight with my dog. And I was like, yes. I think. I think I'm just going to have to cancel this episode because I'm so fucking pissed off. Yeah, Elodie literally got on here. She's like, I don't think we can record today. And I was like, why? Like thinking, I'm like, are you okay? Is everything all good? She goes, well, Rummy rolled in shit. I'm like, wow. I think we're going to break up. (laughs) Yeah, I um, look, she didn't roll in poo. Funnily enough, my friend's dog rolled in poo the other day at the beach and I was like, I was (sighs) – like if that was rummy, I, I'd leave her at the beach and drive away. I'd be fucking furious. <laughs> and then today my dog, it's funny, it's funny that we're even talking about rummy. She doesn't even deserve air time today. Someone actually wrote on our Facebook group, we want an episode all about rummy. And I'm like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? She's bloody perfect. I don't, I don't know what to say, but she like, she's, yeah, she's in detention right now. I don't even Basically, she rolled in this this big fish washed up on the beach and she's rolled in it and then I've been like, oh, no, like going nuts. And usually she responds really well to me and she listens to me. She's a Kelpie. She's one of those loyal dogs that has like a sole owner and she listens to me like like we have a great relationship. But, oh, my God, her and my friend's dog were just going nuts on this fish. And oh, I, just, it's, I know that this is a normal dog thing, but it's not a normal rummy thing. And then she wouldn't listen to me when I was trying to get it in the water to wash it off. My God, I and wish I saw this. Stinks. <laughs> and I am livid. I honestly have never been more pissed off. Oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to ship her off to my brothers for a few days. I'm so fucking furious about it. Like, oh, she's, 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 she's usually an angel dog. She's the devil dog. She's in. She's in Saturday detention today. Did you ever have <laughs> yeah. Saturdays, doll? I never got I, a Saturday. Oh Actually, God, I might have got always... one. Who knows what I did because I was such a goody two-shoes. But, no, I definitely didn't have a Saturday. There's no way. Did I you? always had Friday Arvo and Saturday detention. Well, I think I had one Saturday. I always had Friday Arvo detentions, though. I'm sure I got no – I didn't really have <laughs> detentions. I don't it was think. always for nothing. It was always for, like, not not ever doing homework. And I'd be like – I don't do extracurricular shit, so like, no. (laughs) Or like if our skirt wasn't to our knees and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I want to speak to you about Chumpy's birthday. That was last two weeks ago. Chump's Chump's birthday. 34. So, yeah, it's, it's like, I mean, I know this shouldn't be so surprising or anything, but his last birthday was like a month or two after his accident and I was just like in alcoholic mode didn't know what was going on to be honest couldn't feel one ounce of pain or emotion I was just so numb and I was just I literally was like having fun like 
at that phase because do you remember how like not there I was Chloe mm. no you were you I, were just like you were there but you weren't there you were a like a silent a silent partner yeah but I was just like in autopilot drinking heaps and just like drinking my emotions and therefore just yeah I was I was genuinely having fun so I was like let's all have a party it's Chumpy's birthday but he's just not oh there it was like God. I just thought he was overseas and so we just had like a big party and it was so fun but obviously this year um like it's sunken course, in sober, a whole lot more but yeah it's like sunken in so much more it's been a year I've finally kind of wrapped my head around that he's somewhat not coming back and oh the morning was just absolutely fucked I just opened my eyes in the morning looked at the sunrise and just just hit me like all the things that we would usually do for his birthday like we'd probably be up the coast camping or doing something fun for it or if we're at home would make like a fun breakfast he'd be playing music like we'd just we do fun things for presents he's really into birthdays and well he always spoils the shit out of me on mine and yeah just like I just it's just surreal that he's not here but I I was I think I've processed it a lot more lately and I think like the 8th of July so the anniversary of his passing was a bit like I didn't know what to do about that day I was like oh I just I don't know but this day this birthday this really hurt and I was I was actually in Woolworths the morning of because I was like well we've got to celebrate chump like I just I know I'm upset but I'm going to have a bit of a party tonight, have everyone over because I need to start those kind of rituals, those traditions to celebrate him. Like I can cry with my friends, so why not, you know, depending on what emotion I might be feeling at the minute. Because my friend Danny from home, she always seems to call me when I'm having a meltdown, like Danny Ashworth, Mm -hmm. one of my really good old friends. And I was like, and she was like, don't, you don't have to have people over. You don't have to do this. And I was like, yeah, but like, I'd feel so much worse if I didn't. And I can cry with my friends. Like, it's okay. This is normal. And she's like, oh, you, you do too much, you know? And, and I'm like, I would literally, it would make me so much sadder if I didn't celebrate. So I was like in Woolworths buying candles, you know, going to light a, light a cake tonight and sing, sing to chump. And it just like fully fucked me up in there. And I just had a meltdown in Woolworths, couldn't buy the candles because I was like, what the fuck am I? Like, how mm. is this? How am I about how? What? I'm going to go and sing happy birthday to Chump. I mean, that's what we did last year and it was so fun. Mm. And this year, I just, I don't know, maybe I'll be able to do that next year. But, but no, yeah, you would I definitely think, be able to do it next year. You can have a little, little mini Chump. I know. And that's the whole thing. I've got a baby coming. I want to celebrate Chump every year, every time we can. And I'm not saying it's going to be like a party every time where we're all going, woo, happy birthday to Chump. He's not here. It's very fucking sad and morbid, but I just, we, I, I don't want him to ever not be something that we talk about and celebrate and do things for. So it's just those little rituals that I'll always keep up. So I think every year on his birthday, I'll always do like a, a night at home, his favourite food, his favourite drinks, stuff like that, as hard as it might be. Can you just imagine ne- this like this time next year when you have it, you're going to have like ne- a nearly one-year-old on your hip? That's crazy. <laughs> I know. So cute. Oh, I know. Mm. I'll, I'll be there for that one. Yay. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I think just a bit of anger lately. Like, like I think just I th- – yeah – I don't know, just a bunch of emotions just going round and round in my head lately. Like um, it's funny, my midwife 
like she tells me, I don't know, we just get on to talking about stuff and she's like, oh, you should see some of the dudes that like some of the dads that come in like their chicks are in labour, like having contractions, like about to push a baby out. And they're going, fuck, how, how long is this going to take? Like, I'm, you know, we got shit to do. Like, or some of them got a leave. Got game to go to. Yeah, the footy's on, mate. Like some of them leave and like come back like four hours later and the baby's born or something. Like, I'd love to know days. how many, I'd love to know how many men are in like a labour room with their phone, like hidden in a corner with like the NRL or like a football game oh. or a sports game 100%. on but their wife doesn't know about it <laughs> yeah all the time like my midwife said the boys are just scrolling looking at their phones like I'm like why are these fuckwits alive because Chumpy would not no. be like that he'd be massaging no. my feet helping me telling me how to breathe like he'd be all over me like a rash helping me get through feeding me I don't know fucking frozen margaritas <laughs> no. <laughs> no he'd just be amazing and it just pierces me off so much that, like, like when I hear that guys are just in labour being fuckwits. Yeah, that's annoying. <gasps> but, um, but, yeah, like, just funny things are happening lately. Like, I was talking to my friend yesterday about our other friend who we were going to check in on and I was thinking, oh, when I go home I'll get Chump to call thingy and check in. And I was like, oh, like, this what mm. I know he's gone how is this just still popping into my head like just normal chat you know yeah just Fuck. it's a fucking wild ride um, um what I wanted but, yeah. to I know a lot of people we sort of touched on it as well last um season but do you want to tell everyone the go with your dad oh dad okay so um yeah I'm not sure if we did touch on it or not but basically yeah, it was a really hard one to even process again. So about a month after Chump passed away, my brother and I got news that my dad had stage four glioblastoma, which is basically the most aggressive form of cancer and stage four is the final phase. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very aggressive cancer and you often won't find out you have glioblastoma until you're in the final phase of it because there's no there's usually no reason to go and get an MRI scan on your brain until you're feeling those symptoms and you don't really feel them in the until the final phase. So something that we couldn't have gotten onto earlier basically um they said to us this was last September they said to us that dad had would probably you know make it to Christmas and maybe not too much longer but it's been a year and he's absolutely amazing um his mindset is just incredible I just like yeah he's my spirit animal I just he's so funny by the way yeah we might have to find some like really good videos of him and post them on our Instagram because he does some of the funniest Mm. shit you've ever seen ever you would not believe it but we'll spring it on you and it's pretty funny so funny to get on the podcast your mum and my dad (laughs) oh my god Oh my god. It would make no sense. <laughs> no, no one would know what the fuck was going on. But no, he's his mindset's amazing and I think that's honestly really apart from like obviously chemo and treatment and you know the doctors and everything getting him through. But yes, yeah, so basically my brother and I would were at a scan just last week for me and then we we leave the scan and we're getting calls from my dad and his girlfriend and we're like oh shit, we both just had this bad feeling and we call them back and they're like look we've just got your dad's MRI results. He's got another tumor 
um, in the frontal part of his brain that can't be operated on and it's it's a really big one. So it's not um, looking good for dad at the moment um, and there's not a whole lot we can do. He'll obviously be able to do some treatment but the last one we were able to cut a chunk of the tumour out which was really helpful and I think why he kind of broke the prognosis and like stayed a, like he's still with us. So yeah, me and my bro don't really know what to think. We're just a bit like, oh my God, like it's just it's something we can't even comes. process. Um, yeah, we were just sitting there like, what? But dad is so cute. He's like, so what are you guys up to? And we're like, oh, well, dad, we just mm. left a scan. And now you're telling us like, you know, this really bad news. And he's just fully like, out with the old, in with the new. Don't no. worry about me. <laughs> he's oh. like, I'll be with Chumpy soon. It'll be amazing. Don't even worry. And I'm like, oh my God, shut up, dad. Like, he's you. definitely going to, he's definitely going to stay around to like, at least the baby's born. And then he will be able yeah, to go no. and tell Chumpy like everything about the baby. I know. He's just so cute, dad. And he, I'm literally like, I mean, like, it's a really funny thing knowing, like, obviously, Chump, we had no idea his life was about to end that day. So we'd had no chats about, you know, like dying. But dad, and I'm hoping it's not soon, I hope he breaks this prognosis and lasts a lot longer. But he, um, like, because we know that he's potentially not going to be around forever now, I'm having these chats with him and I'm like, dad, we need to choose like a sign or a song or a animal or a thing that you like send to me and when you're with Chumpy up there if I see this sign I'll know that you guys are together so we're like pre-prepping um yeah just kind of having those chats about when he's on the other side and I'm hoping he can send me like really specific signs that we cool. talked about now so that I know yeah. that it's true so yes I mean and, that's a and good this one. is something yeah and again like I know it sounds really woo-woo but if you're in my shoes, this is the shit that you like hold on to, even though your head's going, oh, shut up. You're just talking absolute smack. That's not real. Um, mm. It literally helps me get through knowing that, you know, if dad's going, he's going to be with Chump. I can't yeah. even believe they're both there, but I will I will look for the signs and that's what will keep me going. I don't know. Yeah. The thing is with COVID, like we can't, I can't get down to Sydney and see my dad and that's, killing me um mm. but christy my stepsister is so cute she's like as soon as you have the baby i'll drive dad and sue up to the border and you guys can like up to the queensland new south wales border and dad can meet the bub at the border which is so mm. cute so, so cute who knows but Hopefully. yes that's a little update on that um but yeah i mean speaking of covid and lots of people have said to us thank God you guys don't talk about COVID. You guys are a breath of fresh air. Like, thank you for that. And the truth is we just, we don't, we, we don't feel educated enough to talk about the, all the politics of COVID and all that. Oh, 100%. I, t- fucking hell. I don't even, nah, everyone's talking about it. I just don't want to talk about it. However, <laughs> elephant in the room, Chloe had COVID. Let's talk about it, doll. Yes. So, um, obviously it's a very serious thing. Like we're not, I, like Elodie said, we, we don't know enough about it to make any claims or anything like that, but we were, I mean, and Ari, whether or not to share this experience with you guys. And this is just my personal experience with it. Um, so basically it was two months ago. It was actually while we were recording season one and no one, no one picked up on it, but, um, yeah. So basically we, 
both Paul and I had it. Um, we, Paul was vaccinated. The only reason why I hadn't been vaccinated by the point I got it was because of the fertility reasons. Um, I know there's a lot of research now that's saying that it, it's not harmful, but because I've already got like my major fertility issues, I was like, I don't want to have anything else, a reason for me to not um, fall pregnant. But obviously I've come over here and a lot of like, basically when all the rules are coming in, you really do need to have the vaccine to be able to do a lot of things. Um, and that includes travel to different countries like for example, the reason why I didn't go to the UK with Paul is because you need to be vaccinated to enter the country. Otherwise, you've got to do the two weeks of quarantine. Um, so long story short, I decided I was going to get the vaccine. I spoke to my doctor and he said, it's fine. The benefit outweighs the risk at this point. Um, so you should really get it. So I was actually booked in to get the vaccine the day I tested positive to COVID. So my experience with it, I... Um, Paul actually got it at the same time. And like I said, he's vaccinated. He was very sick. He wasn't hospitalized, but he was sick. Um, I actually tested negative the day that he tested positive. And then I, I had a really bad chesty cough, which I did have before um, I got COVID. I had bronchitis and I kind of always get it when I get on planes and I had just done my first trip over from Australia. So I wasn't a hundred percent. But I then I stayed at a friend's house. I didn't actually stay with Paul while he had it. I stayed at a friend's house. And I think on day three of Paul's COVID, um, I went to the shop and I, well, I didn't go to the shop. So my friend got me a takeaway um, burrito. And as I was sitting in the front garden eating this burrito, I was like, that's so weird. I can't taste anything. And I immediately knew I was just like, oh, there you go. I've got it. Um, so I went and got tested and obviously it came out positive straight away. And then I went back in and I lived with Paul for the, the following two weeks. Um, so yeah, I actually wasn't that bad. Like I obviously, I lost my taste and my smell and that was pretty horrific. Like that was really making me devastated. Cause I was like thinking, oh my God, I literally cannot taste anything. I, like, how am I ever going to go to a restaurant again and like buy a steak and Chloe was it sending... when I can't taste it? <laughs> oh my God, imagine. That'd be the worst. Yeah, because no, Chloe was sending our girl group like videos of her getting like full on spoonfuls <laughs> of Vegemite and just smashing it, like putting it in her mouth and swallowing it. And we were like, Ugh! and she was like, I dead set cannot taste this for sure. Well, I was I calling it the Vegemite, the, the Vegemite test. But then also I did like, you know, <clears throat> there's like those immunity shots and they usually come in like a little glass jar. I yes. like cannot do those at all. Like the turmeric even like one. I don't even do shots. Like I don't do shots at all because I just can't oh do that. Gosh. I hate it. I dead set. You could buy you can buy like a bottle of the immunity stuff from like one of our local like health food stores. And I'm kid you not, I could drink the whole thing and like not even oh flinch. My gosh. You could feel it burning, but like I couldn't taste. Anyway, so that literally lasted. I was like doing a lot of research and like my smell because I was sniffing. I'm like essential oils that I know are strong going like, I know this smells strong. Like my nose isn't blocked, but where in my brain is this disconnecting? Like how can I not yes. smell this? And I was even like on Amazon, you can buy like smell kits, like where you train your smell again. But, uh, and I spoke to other people that had had it and they're like, oh, it's been months. Mine hasn't come back yet. And I'm like, oh my God, this is just insane. Um, that would but be it actually, so scary. The only other thing that I had was just like lethargic and really tired. I, I pretty much slept for 
five days straight. Um, I, yeah. I binged watched my first Netflix series. I watched Manifest and I loved that. If anyone hasn't seen it, get amongst it. Your um, first Netflix series? Well, as binged, if. like binged. Like oh, okay, like proper back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, back-to-back. Yeah. So, um, And then they just actually launched season three. Well, they just released season three of that season just the other day over here, so it's very exciting. But, yeah, so I slept and then it was literally, I guess, Paul got better before I did. He, It only really took about nine, ten days for him to be negative, whereas for me it took me the full two weeks. Um, and, yeah, then it was just literally back to normal. But I guess for travelling, you know, you obviously have to have have the vaccine mm. or because I, I once you get COVID, you have to actually wait three months until you can actually get the vaccine. So I can get it at the end of next month. Um, but I had a blood test here that basically shows I have the antibodies in my system. I'm, I'm positive to the antibodies, but I'm negative to the active virus. Um, but I still have to because I don't have the vaccine, the vaccine. if I'm doing traveling mm. and trips and stuff like that, I still have to have a negative PCR test within 24 hours of traveling and show my certificate about the antibodies. And then obviously once I can get the vaccine, I'll get it because it's just yeah. like I, it's really limited on the stuff that you can, can and can't do without it. Um, I'm glad that we're, you know, yeah. all healthy Fuck now kidding. and yeah. ready to do life Fuck again contracting COVID <laughs> everyone stay safe from that shit it did not sound fun Chloe did not sound she looked and sounded like like death it was heavy yeah so I'm so glad you're okay now um also we uh before we wrap this one up we want to talk a little bit about um next week's episode it is very exciting for us because it is our yeah. first guest episode and first real guest first real guest oh sorry Fisher was a fake guest yes yes, yes. he was a family guest actually I guess our next our next guest is also another family guest but it's my brother we've got yeah he was so good Coop is amazing and he's just like such a business boy and just like he honestly yeah he was the easiest person and just such a ray of light to get on and just spoke so well about what he does and all about mental health I was so I, I loved it it was so interesting so it actually is I such hope, a good episode yeah hopefully I, everyone loves it I listened to it the other day and I was at like although we were talk, we're talking about mental health and very serious topic and issues Somehow Elodie just comes out with some of the weirdest shit ever. Like I was, I'm laughing out loud. Oh, you just have to wait until next week. But it's really funny Um, and it's like it's a really beautiful episode and we're really excited um, to share it with you guys all and we hope that you like today's episode and we're so happy to be back. Oh, my God. It's actually really cool to be back. I was a bit scared for this episode. I feel like I was huffing and puffing a lot before. But um. Oh, before we go, before game. we go, before we go for our YouTubers, can you oh, show yes. us your belly? Oh, the belly. The belly. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I fully just don't look pregnant right now. <laughs> pregnant. Oh, my it's goodness. It's huge. So if you want to see the live belly yeah. update, you need to go to the link in our bio and you'll be can able to see, see our YouTube that? video. Yes. Fucking I can big see bro. That. I don't know. Boy, girl, boy, girl. I don't know. Boy. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, well, on so- that note, Elodie, keep that bubba in there. You can listen to us on Spotify and YouTube. 
now. So that's epic. We're gonna we're gonna YouTube all of our eps for this season. So you can watch them all. Yes, and yeah, link in our bio. Thanks, guys. We love you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.